3: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. I'm guessing my math is going to be incorrect Are you listening to this the, the intro done? There you go. Now you're done. All right, here we go. Come Welcome on. in episode 340
0: of the Real Life Podcast. For some reason, I wasn't hearing the intro in my ears. So that took us a few attempts to, to get underway. Uh, episode 340 brought to you by... You also Hager. sound terrible.
4: Yeah, you sound really? like... You sound awful. You sound terrible. You have terrible audio. You're bad at audio.
3: Yeah. You sound like you are a tin man. That's funny. To me, he sounds great. (laughs) I'm serious. He sounds sounds really (laughs) echoey and like tinny. I I like when he talks that way. Cranks up the radio voice. He's puzzled. Tyler's looking, staring. Should we start this again, Tyler? Squinting. (laughs) Is this better? Yeah. Yeah, you do sound better.
0: Okay, well, then we're good to go. Um, episode 340, off to a flying start. But you know what? It's the uh, it's Christmas Eve Eve, and we're pretty much mailing it in. This is the last podcast I have to do for a few days. So I've totally mailed it in as well. Um, how's everybody Happy doing?
3: Festivus to you.
0: Yes. Uh, Frank Cervalli, I don't know if you saw this. He brought out an actual poll for our Festivus segment on uh, the Daily Face Off show. It was hilarious. That's good,
3: man. I was actually looking to see if I had something that I could have as a symbolic poll, but I do not.
0: Ah. Um, did your Festivus article go up at the nation? You're airing of grievances every year.
3: First thing in the morning, first oh. thing in the
2: morning, give it, give so it to what, me. What do you got? What, yeah. Give it to me. I want to hear this.
3: All right. Uh, well, one of the things I think uh, really annoyed me this year is there's there's the Oilers fans in the middle. And then the ones on the extreme sides of both ends of the spectrum. So those people annoyed me. So I aired my grievances out with the toxic positivity crew, the ones that say, if you critique the team, you're a bad fan, all that shit, believe in the process, no matter what. And then I also critique the people on the other end, where it's like the sky is falling no matter what, the weather's are nine and one, they can't do this. And then they lose. And they're like, I told you so. So those people always annoy me. Um, the sweep against the jets. That was this year. Oh, God, Annoying second straight year. I've had COVID on the list. Wouldn't have expected it for round two in the fest of this article. <laughs> uh, I had a bonus grievance of, we made it through. Movember. And I mean, a very short playoff run, but not, a not a, not a whisker on Dave Tippett's upper lip that bothers me. Yes. And then Feats of Strength, on the other hand, because that was got to end the positives. Connor and Leon, obviously. The Bison King, uh, uh, excellent. Stuart Skinner's emergence this year. Nobody saw that coming. And then just uh, the middle part of the Oilers fan base, the ones that are ride or die. Um, I look around other teams a lot. We try and find people that support our other sites and try and make content and create memes and stuff. And it's really interesting when you do that exercise over and over again, as I have. Just how unique Oilers fans are, be it whether you're a data person, you're a spreadsheet boy, whether you're making memes, whether you're making videos, I just find that the Oilers fan base is very, very unique uh, compared to the rest of the league. So that kind of wrapped up the festivist article this year. And uh, yeah, lots of positives, lots of grievances.
0: Very nice. Anyone else have a grievance from the last year? Charles?
2: My grievances from the last year? Uh, oh God, yeah. I mean, but you know, everybody knows what they all are. Everybody, it's, it's he's right. COVID on the list for a second year in a row—that's a grievance. Uh, I guess don't my, that any we're not going to have. In work. That if we don't put any pride in our work, then we're not going to have hockey to watch over this Christmas holidays. World Juniors, uh, world, juniors. world Juniors, yeah, World, world Juniors, juniors give
4: get, get some center stage.
3: Do you and, think that the twenty seventh and that week is going to wiped out also, Chalmers?
2: Uh, they said they were going to start it back up on the 27th.
3: Yeah.
2: How many games will they miss if they started up on the 22nd? They will have missed how many in total.
3: The others will have missed three.
2: And that will be replayed in the Olympic break. Uh,
3: Uh, they're going to try as many as, as, as they can in there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know too much about all this. Like I, the, Every, some things I hear, the players are mad that there's so much testing. And other things I hear, the players are mad that there's not enough testing. I don't know what the hell's going on, to be honest with you. And I almost put my head in the sand about it because I just don't like want to hear it. You know what I mean? Well,
3: it's tough, too, for the NHL, right? Because we have to cross the border. Canadian teams have to cross the border so many times. Otherwise, they'd probably yeah. just be running with what the NFL they'd be does.
4: And, and that's yeah. my fear, is that to mitigate this, if there's still some border concerns, that the teams might just start playing in the U.S.,
3: that's what I was wondering this morning, actually. If we could see them move down. Yeah.
4: That's, uh, that's
0: actually, I don't think they would move them for longer than like a few weeks kind of thing. Like yeah, they would, yeah,
4: yeah. But it still sucks.
0: it still suck. Yeah. But I mean, if it's 50% capacity at Rogers' place and you can't eat or drink when you're there, like, I don't know. I just, I, I would understand it. And what they might even end up doing is meeting somewhere in the middle where the Oilers go, hey, we can't. We, we want to save these home games for later in the year when things are back to normal. And I could see them kind of like what I think they're going to do with Montreal. I'll just go, you know what Edmonton, when you're finally eligible to play again, which might not be until like January 2nd or 3rd, they'll just be like, you're going on a three week road trip. And the Oilers will go, you know what? We'll take the home games later in the year. We're nice and rested. Now send us out on the road for a little bit. And when we come back, we will get a bunch of home games down the stretch and we'll get a chance to make more money.
4: Well, yeah. and the, the funny thing is, is they're on the road predominantly, Well, for for the World Juniors, right? They're already kind of going to be on the road.
3: Yeah, next home game is scheduled as it is right now, December eighth for the Oilers, or January. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so we got some time there.
4: So they just have to change the opponents to be American opponents. Is all if if we have the Canadian opponents, you want to save those games.
0: I I think the Oilers might not even be playing at all till like January fourth or fifth. Like I don't think they're playing on the twenty seventh against Calgary. I just don't know if either team's going to have enough guys out of the protocol yet. Like I just, I'm not sure if the 27th is like a realistic expectation for them to be playing. It might be, I mean, it's still on the schedule, but I just wouldn't be the least bit surprised if the NHL pushes a bunch of teams to like January 2nd or 3rd.
3: I was watching some pregame stuff for the world juniors and James Duffy was talking about how he's not exactly feeling great about them playing games the week after Christmas.
2: The minute they shut it down, do you think they just said to the team, Hey, Everybody get into the, we're having a meeting, get in here. And then there's one guy with COVID and he just licked all their toothbrushes and was like, Hey, everybody gets it. We're doing this together. We all have it now. So we don't ever have it later during a playoff run. We won't lose con con. Let's just give it to him now during a shutdown, give him his nice two week rest. So, but well, Frank brought Connor's that up too. It. Yeah. Connor. Did Frank bring that it. Up? Plus, plus he's back. Um, right. Okay. He's, so he's what did, the... what did, what did Frank say about that logic?
0: Well, the NHL has a thing in there where if you test positive, you don't get tested for ninety days after. You don't get tested at all um, once you're done and you're clear. Like you could, you it'll know, there'll be false, it, there'll be false positives. It'll be, be false positives. So for a team like Calgary, like everyone but Matt Kachuk, more or less, was in the protocol. So when they come back, Matt Kachuk's going to be the only one who has to do any sort of testing because everyone else is clear for ninety days. No. So why doesn't he, and he just and... like
2: get
3: it? Just wow, get it. I mean, be done with it.
0: And I, I, I well, that would, but like,
3: what does that yeah. mean for crossing the border? You can't do that to cross the border.
0: Yeah. If you show a note, I, I, that's how Frank said it is if they have a doctor's note and you have proof that you had it in the last 90 days, you're good. That's all you need.
3: <laughs> and I imagine that'll change nine million times by the time they get going again. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Probably.
4: If there's one thing on well, a certain day. Eh? Yeah. If there's, if there's, if there's, you know, Let's look at the silver lining in this COVID situation. I know we're not a political podcast, but let's get a little political here for a second. Um, you know, the the silver lining to all this is case counts have gone drastically up. No buenos, but hospitalizations and everything is going down, which is a good signal in the sense of COVID's shit's getting weaker. Get, shit's getting weaker. Vaccines vaccines are working. Um, so, you know, I think once we get right now, there's just still question marks. We just need more data and we have to let the people that are smarter than us, the sci- let the science kind of dictate and gather all this information to support that. But, you know, I don't know if this is going to be as crazy as it was before in terms of lockdowns because of the unknown, the severity, no one's vaccinated. You know, I think maybe once we get more data, we kind of get through this pause. I think after this, we should be able to power through it Give once, you know, if the science supports it.
3: That's going to be interesting to watch to see how uh, well, if you look at some of the other countries, Megatron is just kind of racing up and then down just as quickly. So in theory, fingers crossed happens here as well. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but it it is wild. It's fucking crazy. What's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows, everyone knows someone who has COVID now where before, like even when it was craziest before all this, I didn't know anyone in my network that had COVID.
0: It's insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but hopefully, like you said, it just uh, it just spikes up, spikes down, and then it's it's a good spring going forward here.
4: Power through, get your yeah. booster. Like this, like, you know, this is just everything. It, co- what's beautiful, co- COVID's leveling down and we're leveling up.
3: So uh, and again, booster, do all that stuff. I went to get my booster yesterday. Again, the AHS staff, they're just amazing. Made it as simple and quick and efficient as possible. I was in... Uh, very, very quickly did my 15 minutes and then I was out. So it was, it was really, really efficient
0: place. I went to didn't even make me do my 15 minutes. The guy didn't even sit down to give me the shot. He like <laughs> stood up, had the needle, wiped it. He was like, hold the like little claw. He was like, hold that on there. Awesome. Like, okay. Yeah. So I held F1 it on. Proof. He came back in, in two minutes. He was like, all right, you're good. See ya. And I walked out and that was it. I was like six minutes.
3: Also, big props to pharmacy or pharmacists as well who had just yeah. got a massive job dumped on them right before Christmas. So,
2: oh, given giving out those, giving out the antigen tests.
3: Mm-hmm. That the, too. Like, yeah. Everybody,
4: everybody, the every, and the
2: everybody, boosters, everybody like have yeah, to do it all. Everybody I know is calling around for these tests because they got so many things over this Christmas holidays that they have to do. Right. So, they want to be testing beforehand and stuff. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, they just, I went to a pharmacy to pick up a couple the other day and it was just like a madhouse. And, they, yeah, you're right. Pharmacists are really getting a over this Christmas season, so good just, on them.
3: They just got so much just extra work dumped on them, <laughs> just <laughs> right before the break. It's just it's wild. Yeah,
4: Hopefully, the, is the timing of this is like right when it is, you know, like, you know, three weeks ago or three weeks from now would be like, you don't want this to happen, but would be ideal. Like, it's Christmas and people are just getting pounded um, whether from getting COVID or just having to deal with the 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 reaction to kind of all this and the support that's needed for all this. Just weird. It's just unfortunate falls right this moment.
0: I know. Hopefully sooner rather than later, uh, things calm down get a little bit more back to normal. And when they do get out there and enjoy nature a little bit, maybe enjoy nature out in Jasper. Shout out to our friends at tourism Jasper, you know, cases go down, get in the car, drive out to the mountains. Why not? Whether you're a skier, whether you want to go do some nice scenic skating as well, just enjoy
3: nature, whatever, get out of town, tourism Jasper. I have a friend who's people? at I have a friend who's at Marmot today, actually, and the snow looks incredible. How's the Do weather that? out there? Looks a little chilly, but the snow looks awesome. Yeah, snow snow like looks big, big. I can't even believe
2: this cold snap we're about to get. This is un, like unbearable. We have such a nice little mild first half of the summer, of the winter, and then right over Christmas just get absolutely handed to. It. I
0: don't mind that though. It really makes it feel like Christmas when it's like minus twenty.
2: It does yeah, when you can't go yeah, minus 20, minus 30.
4: Yeah, it's little, like, you, can't,
2: uh, oh, you remember meeting everybody at the ski hill or like the toboggan hill or like yeah. outdoor I rink? Just,
4: I, and, I, I, I remember on Christmas Day in Saskatchewan, just going for like walks around the town on Christmas Day. Like, you know, in like, minus 30, you're not doing that. So like being nice. about, have, was always part of it. Did you have to catch Christmas your own or...
2: turkey back then and then wring its neck and then <laughs> de-feather <laughs> it and then well you know is that how they, they do
4: it in the in it, the wand it, in the swan but or or they've got a farmer friend who does all that for you so, oh that's not the
2: saskatchewan it, way it, you gotta do,
4: well no it is do we, it had yourself. we so the down the down is around the garble the gravel pick in mortlac saskatchewan and then the turkey guy managed the turkey for the town people of, of <laughs> mortlac like that's that's the system man everyone kind of contributed uh to the livelihood of the town, so we had a turkey farmer, and so Graham would always get uh, a range, free range, grain fed turkey that would be nine million pounds.
3: Jade is Great. hot dog. Is hot dog obsessed with socks? Because that's where I keep going. Is Frank has found a stash of socks somewhere, and I don't know where from.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He can uh, like so. If I if I come home um, after an oiler game, and I did a two BPP and i don't like to follow standard protocol i just shed all my clothes and throw it on the ground and jump into bed our dog oh, will go and go into that pile and pull out the socks and then destroy said socks i'll
0: destroy them not even just like chill with them like rip them apart well it's why don't well, you just it, put, it put it them becomes, in
2: a hamper that'd be like the great wall around your socks well that is a dog
4: protocol Chalmers, but you forgot the caveat of the 2bpp and it's just mm-hmm. mission bedtime at that time
3: Whereas my problem right now is I don't know where he's finding these. <laughs> well, unless unless he's made his way into my laundry room, which the door is usually always shut, uh, I don't know where he's getting these. Dogs, you man, know, you
4: can't. You, you give them an inch, they take a mile, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what but are we but
4: all going to? But, but, uh, but I want to keep on the Jasper comment for a bit because there's one other thing we need to talk about because we're going to play a part of it. Um, and you, check, you don't know about this because we're waiting for the creative. But I thought I'd kick this off because it. It's the season, but we're going to be part of their um, Pond Hockey Tournament at the end of January. Are we? Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Yep. So we're putting in well, a team? Yeah, yeah so all well, those nations have a team. We're going to help uh, when we get further details. It's January 28th and 30th at the JPL, so it's ooh-la-la la, fancy, but yeah, to make yeah. it very, very affordable. But we're going to have a team. We're going to be out there documenting the event, participating in the event, contributing to the event, um, so encourage other people who are looking to uh, for a cool pond hockey experience come join us in Jasper.
3: Uh, I'm interested to see whether this pond hockey tournament turns out like the last one for Team Oilers Nation because on night one of the first go around, we were hammering the Harvey Wallbangers
4: mm. at Harvey absolute Wall. max.
3: Well, yeah, here's What's going to be the no, drink of
4: choice this trip? That's the thing. Here's
3: the thing is if you got Harvey Wallbangers, it was like if you bought two of them or something, you got either a free t-shirt or a free hat, and we were oh, afraid nice. that enjoyed some free stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so the play the next day suffered as a result. Oh, oh yeah, that was,
4: that was tough. First day we second day.
0: <laughs> Are we going to speculate on some roster talk here? What's the team going to look like?
4: So we can't do what we did last year or last time. So we have to be very strategic. Um, so I'm opening it up. I shouldn't say I; it's a we thing. Um, but Bagmel, your Remchuk, Chalmers, but you're away that weekend, right? No, not anymore. Not anymore.
0: Interesting development.
2: Interesting uh, development. Of the team. What, how many
4: people do we need? Yeah. Well, is
2: it no, three like on I, three?
3: I
4: can't remember. Is it three on three?
3: I think it was three that, on three
2: that weekend. I was so we supposed to people. be. That weekend, I was supposed to be in Banff for a children's hockey tournament, but our team didn't make it. Didn't get. Didn't get into it.
4: Mm. Well, celebrate so, their failure in Jasper with us.
2: Yeah, end of January. I'm in. So we have Jasper. four of the five right I'm bringing, here. I'm bringing my family, though.
4: That's fine. Yeah, it's family. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my family. Dog. I don't mean. I, I don't mean as in I'm there. bringing
2: my family. You need to get them rooms. I, I'll, I'll. I'll take care of that. But I am going to be. Bringing my family because they love uh, Jasper.
3: I'm going to be keeping oh, that at about a four out of 10 for the entire weekend. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, it, does that mean that you're going to be at a zero at sometimes and an eight at sometimes? Or just <laughs> think, yeah.
3: yeah, I'd say probably somewhere in there. <laughs> i the the
4: yep. four, but a, a roller coaster right around it. Like a- yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> Late, yeah. j- late uh late january weather can be a little chilly so i can imagine some boozy coffees first thing in the morning so mm. that could ramp up the old four out of ten real quick
4: i'm going to push this uh this year's drink for the team is old fashioned.
3: oh i mean yeah. make me vomit those are easy oh, to drink too. come on oh, those I, am, are fast. I am out <laughs> just
2: take one of these metal cups put a big bunch of ice in it just fill- what is it what is old-fashioned
3: again it's bourbon and what else tastes like Uh,
4: so it's simple syrup bourbon orange zest uh, and a very and a little bit of bitters
0: Um, have you guys tried any of the pre-made ones they're so good well you would it's not like as good as it's not as good as getting like a legitimate one made but for a quick little in a bottle port in a cup with some
4: last time
3: I drank old fashions I had to pay $200 to clean up the puke in the back of my Uber yikes
4: Yikes. So if you guys are looking to come join us or want to contribute <laughs> against us i want to put in and be part of the team, uh, well, either harvey Wellbanger or the Nouveau Harvey, harvey Wellbanger old fashioned, check out chehockey.com. It's called the Jasper Cup. And you know what? Come at us. Others oh, Nation's gonna be there playing. Your end chest gonna be out there buzzing. I'm gonna be Absolutely. out there not dying.
0: I'm excited for the team dynamic. If it is indeed all four of us and everyone can make it work, like that'll be great.
4: What do we what
2: what do you wear? Like is it just no shit? Like it's just pawn hockey, straight up gloves, sticks, helmets. Uh like, do we have to wear helmets? I can't remember. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, we God, helmets because I we cause cause remember I had helmets. the big uh everybody was laughing at my giant fucking windshield visor that I've I've rocking.
4: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't buddy, I don't care if it's though.
2: pawn hockey or not. I I I think sometimes visors look cooler, like on some people than just a helmet. Like I think I look better with a helmet and with a visor on it than I do with just a helmet.
3: My visor is hilariously big though. It's like a Danny Heatley special. So it looks ridiculous, but I'm not taking one in the, in, in the, in the face for a fucking pond. On. No,
0: you oh. got the old Brendan Perlini uh, look going on there.
3: Yes, it is gigantic.
2: The Lambert. I've already, shield. I've already lost one tooth and that's why I wear a bird cage at men's league. Just oh, like yeah, is too. that a, was that a, that was yeah that was a picture of your room Chuck and I don't mind telling you I'm not losing another tooth for hockey it is if, it, if at horse. the pond
0: if at the pond hockey thing I'll probably unscrew the cage and go visor just because it's a little bit less I'd imagine but it's yeah. a little bit less violent than like a beer league um but yeah, yeah. I have no shame in the fact I wear a full cage but in my beer league
2: I lost my I lost my tooth in a fun shinny game in the last mm. one minute where I was just like. Half ass going back and a guy and I put my stick out and the guy took just like kind of shot it but it went right up my stick perfectly and just pink right off my tooth.
0: That makes me sick. Yeah, <laughs> it Swarm. was awful. Yeah. Right.
2: Okay. So that'll be fun. So yeah, we get to like like let's get let's get Zubaz pants Oilers Zubaz pants
4: or some Cooper. those? Oh, I've got I got Bill Zubaz pants. Um, Jay,
0: you said, pants was, you said the website was you said the website was c h e hockey Yep. I don't think it's on there yet. So just a heads up for hey, people. I'm, who
4: I'm go. on the page right now. Really? Where'd you, how'd you get I there? I well, I just, well, I Googled Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament and oh. then that came up, but the, the, I'm not going to read the full URL, com backslash event backslash adult hyphen hockey hyphen tournament hyphen Jasper backslash.
0: That's an easier way <laughs> to get overall. to it for sure. Um see this it's is, the yeah. same
2: it's the same company that puts on the Banff and Jasper actual kid tournaments. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of buried on their site. But you'll see it. It's there.
4: Yeah. Well, you tweet out the I'm gonna email you the link, your Rem and then this way we'll spend it. We're gonna get Tourism so are gonna give us a whole package, but I wanted to kick it off because I'm kind of excited because it's been kind of a quiet time around here, and I am so antsy. So anything that's involving around an activity right now, even though yeah. it's a month and a half away, I'm excited about.
2: It. Okay, I you want to get excited about something? You, before the podcast, you were talking about that with the lack of NHL hockey and the you know a, a cold season right now that you have been into NCAA bowl games. Did you know that we have <laughs> the Gasparilla Bowl coming today, Jay? Which My is life. Florida Gators
4: versus UCF. UCF well, is another Florida team, <laughs> University of Central Florida. I can assure you one thing, I'm going to be betting on it. Yeah. Yesterday, I was so too. bored. I so, saw that s- it was the Lockheed Martin Bowl, and I saw yeah. the six and six Missouri something somethings were playing the eight and four Army team, the Army Black Knights, I think they go by. And is- I turn on the channel and I see. Army's down seven, nothing, and I'm like, hmm, maybe there's a juicy comeback to be had. But the book was, the books were still favoring Army. They were still minus, and then they were down ten, nothing, and I'm like, ooh, what are they going to do? And still, they were still minus because they were such heavy favorites. But what happened is Army wasn't scoring on on the the next kind of drives, and the game kind of the the clock started kind of eroding. And I think it went into the second half, ten nothing. So I got them at plus twenty. And then got glued and excited into the game five minutes after I placed my bet, army's quarterback out of the game. And I'm really? like, okay. well, I'm like, fuck two things. I'm like, I wish I waited the bet then um, because I'm sure the odds would have reacted, but they're, um, they're back. They still- like, okay, now it's now it's story time. Now it's, this is, this is how what movies are made of. And the, and the, the second string comes in here and nothing and uh, leads the team to victory. Uh, and yeah, it came down to the wire last minute field goal by army to win. It sure did.
2: Well, that's good. So, this, so, so today, right now there is a bowl and it's the Frisco football classic. We don't care about that one. The Gasper was oh, a little bit later. right now. Yeah. There's Ooh, one being Miami right of now. Ohio but against North Texas, the North Texas. Yeah. The, the North Texas got, I just saw their name, but I can't remember it now. Um, but other fun bowls to, to look for, the quick lane bowl, I think named after an oil change company. Um, the oh, or better be an oil guaranteed player. rate bowl. Guaranteed rate bowl. You don't want to miss the guaranteed rate bowl. Uh <laughs> um, the cheese it, the cheese it bowl, the Alamo Bowl, <laughs> the music last... bowl. Jesus Christ, these are bad names. Last, last week we the, had the Jimmy I've Kimmel the LA Alamo Live Bowl. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, Jimmy right. Kimmel LA Live Bowl. See, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> the Boca Raton
4: Bowl. Oh, I love that one! So, like there's, yeah. there, there is there is like a hundred bowl games. Bowl season is Ooh. wild. So at least right now, it's filling my void for sports and betting entertainment. Oh, dudes. There's like the ones that, bowl games a day.
2: The ones with the terrible names are already the ones that have already been played. I was just looking at ones to come. We got the Lending Tree Bowl, the Celebration Bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl.
4: Oh yeah, and the winner no gets French fries dumped on them out of a Gatorade <laughs> <Yeah>. tub. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they that's do. That's cool. That's very on brand.
2: Anybody know what the most famous tomato kind of potato is? Oh, russet. No,
3: isn't it a Cavendish?
4: Oh, well, that's no, like a so brand, a Gated right? Gated. That's not like a type of potato.
3: No, uh, no. the Yukon Gold. That's I'm type. gonna guess.
4: Yeah, Yukon Gold's a good one. Yeah, that's I'm gonna that's, that's a, a that's Yukon Gold. A, most popular potato. Somehow my internet just decided to go down in my house.
3: <clears throat> I should actually see if my, I'll text my dad during the podcast oh. to see if he has a, any uh, insight into this because he actually grows 10, 15, 20 different types of potatoes every year. And he always gives one of really fun ones.
4: Well, I don't want to brag, but I just Googled most popular potato and it popped up russet potatoes. The statistic wow. shows. Okay. The statistic shows the most consumed potato varieties in the United States in 2020. Russet potatoes were the most consumed type with 53%. Really? That, that is, I'm sorry, a runaway. Man, that's potato domination. Yeah, no, that's a win.
2: That's a that win. is a, that's a, run a runaway win. win.
4: That is a, yeah. yeah not not to, not to humble brag or flex or whatever. Potato but, connoisseur here. Yeah.
0: Russet potatoes it's, running away with the potato game. The same way twig and berries is running away with the underwear game. Hello, twig and berries. promo code nation 15. That's all. <laughs> they should have some cool boxing all. day sales actually. So keep an eye
4: on they're, that. They're, yeah. Keep an eye because it's, you know, it's gift season's about to end and now boxing sale, boxing day week sales are about to begin.
3: Might need to scoop up some ODR collection for when we head down to Jasper. Mm. Oh, you know what? You entra- should get reach yeah. out
4: to them. We should, we should, we should feature some ODR in our attire.
3: Let's matching, see. Matching ODR gear for the team. Can no, you, I'm you thinking we let's, should let's go, pick up some. we should become like the
0: European hockey team of this, of this tournament. Like
2: oh my God. everything Ooh, we King do advises.
0: or have, everything we do or have is sponsored. We will only <laughs> drink nation beer and deuce vodka. We will only wear twig and berries when we're out on the ice, all that stuff.
4: We'll get some HGA swag. We'll get yep. uh, I, I can get you some Oodle Noodle T-shirts.
0: HGA stickers on the helmet.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, stick, full. like
4: okay. full. Oh wow, we are selling out. Are we?
0: Yes,
2: hundred percent.
4: do These are our partners. We're we're, no, we're just, elevating them. We're bringing them to the mountains with us. I'm like, Who's going to who the like jerseys? Now?
2: Yeah, like but what? Okay, but we need to get like matching uh-huh. pants, matching jerseys, obviously.
3: Yeah. Can well, we yeah. we get those sports? Don't... Can we go get those sports select jerseys that were making the rounds around Twitter just because they're so that. fucking funny?
2: Which Actually, I don't know what you're talking about.
3: So there was this guy that oh tweeted out uh, Tyler. I don't sorry. remember the name again. Ryan, Ryan
0: Meyer. from the Bear or used to be at the Bear.
3: He just tweeted out a picture of a green sports select jersey, and his caption was so funny. It was just like, "I'm not here for the game. I'm just here for the gambling." And it just <laughs> made me laugh. That's exactly what I want.
4: You know what? I think I can get us points bet jerseys. I'm asking right now. That'd
3: be
0: nice. I, I was going to say custom Oilers Nation jerseys would be cool.
4: Well, we can put a Oilers Nation patch on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now we're cooking. Yeah.
4: We'll just, we'll, 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 we'll patch them all up.
0: And we'll open up odds on us every game.
3: Oh, oh bag milk to score has always got positive odds.
4: Now, it, so, pond, like, the, so it the, the funny thing was for me, it was a, it was a rude awakening. Or I remember our first game because I've never played like, yes, I've played pond hockey, but I've never played like a regulated match of pond hockey where yeah. you got the little net. Like I didn't know. I thought you, I thought like the respect of the game was you carried it into like two feet to just slide it in. No, but this first fucking team we played is these guys from t- Toronto and they were fucking shooting from all over the place. Yep. It was, and and so they went up like eight nothing on us like that. We're like, what? Wait, you can do that? And we ended up There's
2: got to be a little bit of respect in this game. What like? There is so no how close can you there stand no to respect. the net? Like you always can't you goaltend.
3: Gotta, how big are they? How big? Like what sure kind of net they use? I've never seen this. It's just like I don't know. They're not they're not very big, Tomers. They're just maybe three four feet wide. Yeah,
4: four feet wide. Yeah, four feet wide, and like maybe two pucks tall. In yeah. terms of like what you can slide it under, it's got to go underneath. So like anyone if they had an open lane doesn't matter if they're a hundred feet away, they were shooting at it. And I was like, what? So then we, we had to change our game plan quickly. So Pondog is a different beast.
2: Yep. How do you, how do you, how do you combat against that?
4: Well, you just keep a guy back. Yeah.
3: You gotta have the standard it, it, defenseman.
4: You, 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 like it, it's almost like soccer formation where you got defenders and midfielders and attackers.
2: I mean, it, it, like, so how long is the ice rink? Let's say that you're playing on the sheet. <laughs>
3: Would you would you uh, say maybe like maybe a, a half,
4: hundred feet? Half maybe. Oh, half. Half. If that yeah, a, maybe half a hundred uh, it feet. A, it's probably half of a the standard rink length.
3: Yeah, if that maybe like uh, I'm trying to think and maybe probably, even just between the center line. Think, and of, Blue think North, of a regular think of
2: a regular city of Edmonton yard. They're fifty feet wide. Maybe sometimes they'll be sixty. Is it bigger than that?
0: That's an odd thing to just like say. Like, I don't know what a standard
4: Edmonton yard is, man.
2: <laughs> a standard Edmonton, a standard it's, it's Edmonton. It's bigger lot. Than, is, it's, if you, it's way if you, bigger
4: than a. Ba- it's way bigger than a backyard ring.
2: If you go into a standard Edmonton, like uh, uh, in a mature neighborhood, the lot size is going to be one hundred and fifty feet long by fifty feet wide. They're called fifty by one fifties, and they're just like Why? back in the day, all through like Belmead. Alder Grove, all those areas Linwood like you're talking all these older neighborhoods all throughout Edmonton. That's how big the lot was. So if you've ever gone to somebody's house like that, and you've ever seen their backyard, (laughs) and maybe they had a backyard rink back in the day, let's just say, like I have a backyard rink in my backyard. And, and guess, guess what size my lot is? You're on Jack. Guess what size?
0: 50 by 150? You got a classic well, you know,
2: 5150. Like, uh I got a classic 50 <laughs> by 150. So so my my backyard rink is 75% <laughs> of the width of my backyard. So uh, how big is she? yeah. Uh, I'm you, gonna say you got I'm a classic
0: 40-70 on your 50 150.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's about 40 feet. Okay. My point is, is that can give you a good. I just now think about how big um the pond hockey
3: rink is and tell me. Mm-hmm. How much, how much I'm bigger in the backyard do you think it is? If you go to an ODR, I'm going to say it's half the X.
4: Okay, so it's outdoor. Rinks. Okay, okay. So- here it is, here it is, here it is. So this is according to the U.S. Pond Hockey Championships Tournament website. Okay. Um, ranks measure approximately 140 by 75.
3: Inches that is of- like...
2: That's, that's hilarious because that's almost the size of... <laughs> like it's a little bit bigger than a regular mature overlay neighborhood law.
4: yeah but it's but that's got a house on it like it's 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 but yeah no it's it's big i'm saying it's big big
2: okay so if you just like stop the like i I was saying that if you stop the puck like with your feet because some guy shot it from far away and then just try to catch everybody off guard you shoot it all the way down
4: are, is that not Charles.
0: Yeah. Charles. So like if someone just takes a stab at it from the other end of the rink, like there's no boards, right? Like that just goes into like a snowbank? Yes. Okay. And then like, what's the protocol when a puck goes into the snowbank?
3: Uh, yeah, well, there's no raising the puck either. Oh, like uh, you can't do saucer passes. Well, that's the thing is the etiquette. Yeah, you do, can. The etiquette would say, well, I don't remember what it was. The puck couldn't be over like a foot off the ice or something. They gave us rules, but I don't remember what they were. That was so long ago. But then you had teams that were, uh, there was one team we went up against on day two that had a former NHL on it. And he was just sauce and passes that were six. Oh, they were all five.
4: former pro guys, except for like one of them, but like one played in the
3: NHL. So they were just firing passes all over the place and whether or not that was to code or regulation, they, they I destroyed
4: don't know. us. Yes, they destroyed us.
3: I am way too competitive
0: to let us get destroyed. I will bleed on the ice before we get destroyed in the game.
4: Oh, like yeah, that's that's fine. Like we're (laughs) we're we 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 try. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you that much. This will be fun. I wouldn't have it
2: any other way. We'll put some
4: pride on it. Mm -hmm. We'll put some pride pride in our work. work. Yep, absolutely. So come join us, Jasper.
3: I love Jasper. You I can't pride.
4: Come, come, come at us. See if you got more pride in your game than us. Do
2: you feel like end. this Christmas season is kind of boring? <laughs>
4: Anybody else?
2: I'm like trying to fight I'm fighting for things to talk about, but I'm like sitting here looking at my computer. I'm like,
3: there is nothing going on straight up. it does. I was well, thinking about it this morning. I was talking to one of my buddies. It doesn't feel like today's the 23rd. It feels like it's December 2nd or something. Really? Yeah yeah that's how i that to me that's how it feels It's like it's not christmas is not in two days I, i'm the opposite actually so like
0: um at the beginning of the week i was like ah my place isn't festive enough so i went and did a bunch of stuff around the house and like made it more christmasy and then this whole week has felt like really christmasy for me i've been having throwing a little uh irish cream in my coffee and uh doing all that stuff. I'm in full on holiday mode. And today on the daily face off show, we did like Christmas theme stuff and Frank wore a Christmas
3: sweater. And I don't, I feel like I, I feel like I'm the opposite of you guys. I'm like fully in the holiday mode. I love Christmas. I've got lights up all over at a uh, castle bag Milk, but it just doesn't feel like Christmas is two days from now. Maybe it's because I have a bunch of shit left to do. Mm. I don't know. That's fair.
0: Yeah. Like I have one more stop to do. I got to run out today and like stop at the liquor store and go to the grocery store. And then like, Christmas shopping, everything is done for me. And I'm going full on holiday mode. This is the last podcast I have to do
4: before Christmas. What's your uh, Christmas uh, drink of choice? Me?
0: Yep. I always start the day with like a little Bailey's in the coffee. And then uh, I usually stay away from beer around Christmas. I go with rye or I go, I'll go pick myself up a two, six of amaretto. And I'll do, mm-hmm. uh, I'll do that. And I'll do a lot of Ryan Coke, Ryan ginger. And that's what I roll with. I got
3: a drink for there. some.
4: Oh, go ahead. Bagno.
3: I look forward to it every year in my family. We have the Christmas tradition that I make like Chalmers. I feel like you would like this. I make a boozy, a boozy slush. Okay. So it's basically just orange juice and pineapple juice, a little bit of water, some like some flavorings and a lot of vodka. And then depending on how, how sweet you want it, you can either put some soda in there or some ginger ale or something, but this stuff will knock you on your ass. The recipe calls for a two six. But old Bag Monk tosses a 40 in there, just to be sure. Not a boy. And so, how do you keep it? How do you keep it frosty? It's been sitting outside. My tub oh, is, I've got a big Rubbermaid tub of it for the whole fam. And it's just been sitting outside. So I gave her a mix. And if it, if it freezes too much, I know that there's more vodka to be had in there. So I look forward yeah, to it
2: every single day. <laughs> What if like a dog knocked the lid
3: off that and just started going to town? On it? That would be a hammer dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because I gave her a test run the other night just to, just to make sure that my, yeah. my chemistry was right. And <laughs> I had one and all of a sudden I was feeling warm and tingly inside. I was like, "Whoo!" it's going to make for an excellent Christmas Eve.
2: <laughs> I would absolutely love this. I want you to send me a picture of the Rubbermaid tub. I got to see what this thing looks like. All
3: right. No problem.
2: That sounds amazing. I love a, I love somebody who, like, I, I don't really have one, but I have another buddy who, when they, and he has friends over or, or or family over, he always does these elaborate drink stations, like a big mimosa stand or something with all these different types of juices. I basically just put out the rum, the vodka, the rye, and the tequila, <laughs> and I say, That is oh, yeah. unreal. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> <laughs> How icy is that thing?
0: Can you, no, can you post a picture of that on the real life socials?
2: It looks like oatmeal or cornmeal. Oh my God. It looks so good.
3: He's on mute. <laughs> there is so much booze in this thing. I just can't it, wait. You, you, you pour a little mixer in there, maybe a maraschino cherry. If you're feeling frisky, it's delicious. And it's going to get me absolutely piled up for days. I cannot wait.
0: That looks Thunder good.
2: It does. What did you say it looked like? Cause I thought it did too. It looked like a, like a soup.
0: Like cornmeal, <laughs>
3: like a corn <laughs> soup. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god! I'll be honest, Special bag milk version. it
2: doesn't look good. Is it does. You wow. just because
3: it's, it, it's, like, it's you well, put the it in like,
4: You put it in a cup with some garnish, and you'll have <laughs> your mind
3: blown. <laughs> it yeah, looks you're, like if, if you're looking at the presentation, then corn not soup. Work. Yeah,
2: it's just but imagine it that in style. a big
3: pitcher. Yes. You put it in a, maybe like a, a Mason jar style cup or something, mm. put some of that in there, a cherry, a little bit of uh, there you go. a little bit of ginger ale. All of a sudden you're having a good time. How dare you? Now we're talking.
0: I, I agree that it's good. I'm just saying the packaging of that <laughs> color in a rubber made tote that a, post that please. I'm begging you. People need to see <laughs> this thing. It is
3: so good. I can't wait. I'm going to get so just funny. Piled up for days.
0: uh uh, this just popped up on my instagram as i opened it up and bag milk you'll get a chuckle out of this but yesterday coom was on oilers nation radio we dropped the episode a day early and uh, as he said his adhd combined with the capabilities of zoom was like ridiculous so this is up on our tiktok now bag milk it's cam with his bandit mask on and a Yager panthers jersey like talking about the olympics trying to be all serious and it's so fucking funny
3: Trying to do a podcast with Coomzy on Zoom is an absolute train wreck. It's impossible. He just derails everything. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun.
2: <sighs> is he just like can't focus on one thing or just, oh, it just, he, cannot. He, he, hears, he hears one thing and it just pops and triggers another thing in his mind?
3: Basically. That's exactly what it is. He, he'll hear one word and that just sends him down a path that was not at all what we were talking about. Hmm. And it makes uh, it for a fun
4: podcast. Classic. Condition.
0: Classic. Uh, okay, before we keep going along here, I, this popped up on my Twitter, so I wanted to share it. But did you guys know they are no longer going by the Czech Republic at the World Juniors? Czechia. Czechia is what they're known as now. I found that interesting.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Are you allowed to do that? You just call an audible on what you're called. Well, I
4: get, I to mean, be fair, get we call them Czech Republics.
3: Ah, no, that's fair. That's true. Yep. Fair point.
4: So uh, mm-hmm. I think it's, they're totally entitled to allow us to tell them what they want to be called.
0: All right. Uh, what else we got here? Um, I honestly really didn't prep much for this. I was, I, I, I want to do the Me grievance thing. The did the grievance thing. Um, did you guys see the J Fresh? I was hoping Wanya would be here for this one, but uh, J fresh, we talked about this on those nation radio, but he ranked the most annoying fan bases in the NHL. And uh, the Oilers were ranked number five on that list.
3: Listen, just wait until the Oilers win a Stanley Cup. We will be number one. If I have to do it myself, I will be insufferable. They were number and four, and nobody will stand in my way of having that fun. I don't even care.
0: Toronto oh. ran away with this thing by like a mile. Oh yeah, um, and then well, and then it was like
2: Boston, Montreal, and then us, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and then followed by the Islanders, which I thought was weird. Um, Islanders, Canucks, Rangers, Golden Knights. Penguins rounds out uh, Dude, and then Flyers
3: bars. Dead last the Calgary Flames because nobody gives a shit about them. Dead last yeah. out of the
0: ranked ones, yeah. Yeah. Which was funny. Nobody
3: cares. Nobody
2: gives a shit.
4: How about, their, cares, how about their arena deal falling apart, hey? Yikes. Oh, yeah. There's no way. That. That. There's no, no way. That's the posturing. Game. Don't worry. It's, they'll, get, they'll get the, the arena to get done.
3: They're talking about, like, I don't remember the total price of that whole project was but they're pissing and moaning over 14 million dollars in comparison to the whole deal it doesn't make any sense all, all, so, they have, all they have to do now is to have the ownership take some of the some of the greats from uh, Flames history like Lanny McDonald and go down to a game in, in Houston or something like they did with us before we got our arena deal done that's all that's missing
2: so they yep. will they will get a new arena though eh?
3: I think
0: so. eventually it might just take an extra year or so now while they bitch and moan about all this.
3: I liked, by the way, seeing, uh, so 32 thoughts, Elliot Friedman was writing about this thing and a shout out to our boy down at flames nation, Ryan Pike, who is essentially the authority on the Calgary arena deal. He's actually working on a book about it right now. I was talking to him. So he's pretty excited about that.
4: He took, he, he went with the minute the, the mayor posted that, like he went to work on Twitter that night. Yep. Yep. It was good to see
3: there's i was talking to ryan about it and there's nobody really in calgary media that's been to all the meetings or more meetings at least than he has regarding the arena so he really is the authority on all things calgary arena so it's pretty interesting to see i was happy for him.
4: cool cool yeah that's awesome so so elliot was showing him out
3: yep elliot shouted him out uh, specifically Fantastic. that thread that you just talked about where he went to work on twitter
4: yeah love it Good nice. to you, Pike.
2: chalmers where are you going here
4: man my in internet is
2: not working and it's why oh. I am kind of like sitting in the basement and I'm so quiet because I can't get anything to work. My computers aren't working. Everything that I had that like I wanted to talk about, I can't even like, yeah. So I reset my modem for a minute and it's didn't work. Now this shit's just blinking yellow. Who knows what's going on, but I'm trying <laughs> to fix it. So I'm in the laundry room slash station. I don't know. I can't tell I broke, if I missed I,
0: broke, I can't well, tell if I, I broke, missed doing these shows remotely or not like the being in studio was way better for the conversations but the random shit like this that pops up is nice
3: I wouldn't have been able yeah, to show so, you my big jug of witches brew had it exactly. not been quite a bit of the studio so I was super
2: bored and I decided look I got a new one now but I was super bored and my ice maker in my basement I was like you know what I like having drinks in my basement a little bit so I want to fix my ice maker because the door got locked open Kind of fell off, so it just completely iced over, and I took it into the furnace room, and I like was chipping out the ice as it was melting. I thought I would give it a little hand doing that, and I was chipping ice away from the the area that, ha- that has the ice maker in it, and I didn't think, but I hit the side with like the chisel, and I guess there was a little free line there, and this thing just went like it <laughs> just like. A blast of free went in my face mm. and I completely destroyed my mini fridge. So I had to go to the store the next day and buy a brand new mini fridge. So I've really had a shitty Christmas holidays to me. Okay. And then, and then I, I took all the ice out. You'll love this. I took all the ice out of there and I put it in the sink that I have in the basement bar. And so the ice was like huge. It was filling up the bar sink. So I turned on the hot water had my earphones on. Cause I like listen to podcasts when I do that. Well, guess who forgot the water was on you, this guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Just, I came back around the corner. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like slowing down the bar, soaking the carpet. Okay. Uh, so,
0: so I'm not nice. the only one who can flood a basement.
2: Oh, I flooded, <laughs> uh... I flooded one,
4: one, one hundredth of the basement. So we are not <laughs> the same. Ah. You you're, just reminded- you're, you're, you're acting off brand bro yeah
2: i know yeah. i know i i just sat down at the end of that night and i was like hold up, fuck i just screwed up everything that i tried to do like time to quit and just pour a drink straight up because this is not working out tonight
3: you just reminded me of like an aspirational dream i have for if uh you know maybe i i upgrade the old homestead it's got a nice garage or something i've always sure. wanted a hotel style ice maker that is my dream, and I would love nothing more than to have one. Like the big also, ass thing, of course. I don't want also to fuck around my, dream, with my ice, man. Also, my dream. I use a
2: lot of ice. Like we use a lot, a lot of ice, and that's why I was going to fix this one because I don't like going upstairs all the time just for ice. Um, and I would really like one of those big style ice makers. It's just, you know how much ice you have to use
3: before oh, yeah. that's because it'll become like stale and all frozen. It's an excessive the dream. I admit that, but it's still a yeah, dream. But aren't but those listen,
0: like the- horrible germ wise too?
3: Oh, well, sure. But like not only in my own house though, we're not talking about just random people coming in and enjoying the delicious. I ice
0: mean like, like the that. lines and stuff like the in- innards of that thing can get like gross quickly. But he, cl- he cleaned it every so often. I, I mean,
2: have you ever cleaned the ice maker in your fridge?
0: I don't have an ice maker in my fridge. I'm not that wealthy.
2: So do you put like ice trays in the fridge in the thing
0: <laughs> ice trays in the freezer? It sucks. I hate it. I actually, and have you ever cleaned
2: it. out the ice trays?
0: Yeah. I put them in the dishwasher like once a month.
2: Yeah. That's such a bullshit lie. You are such that is a, not a bullshit lie. <laughs> once okay. a month, I let them
0: completely thaw because there's always like shit on them. And I throw them in the dishwasher, rinse them out.
2: Sure. Sure. Don't. Well, listen, what I was getting at was bag milk. There is, Medium-sized ice makers that you oh, okay. will find very attractive, and they I can sit like underneath your sink, so they're kind of out of the way, and they don't look like they look good. So you could put them on the countertop. Um, mm-hmm. There's ones That's that I've I've done all this research. There's ones that you can actually tie into the water, fill it up with water, and it'll constantly make ice. Or there's ones that you can just take like big pitchers of water, and and it has a reservoir, and it just will make ice until it runs out of water, and then it'll stop. That's good. So. There's a lot. There's a lot to be had.
3: I even went so far as to plan out a heist where I would go into a hotel and steal their ice maker. I just figure if you had coveralls on and a fake purchase order that you could just wheel that thing out and nobody would even call you on it. You know,
2: <laughs> to say this one's this one needs repair. Yeah,
3: You're taking you just, it. We're going to repair it. and you got your coveralls. You got a buddy there. You both suited up. Nobody's going to stop you.
4: Rent a van. Oh well, we love renting vans.
3: Don't steal life, All right. People. How much more time do
2: we have in this? I got to go fix this goddamn thing.
0: The last thing I wanted to talk about is what's our recording schedule for next week? When are we doing episodes? Uh,
4: hmm. that's a great question. Maybe we should just do one episode next week. Let's take a week off. Yes. A whole week off.
0: Well, like seven days from now. So let's do one next Thursday, I guess. Sure. Yeah, we can do kind of like. What day is that? You.
4: What what
2: what's the actual day?
4: The thirtieth. Twenty ninth. thirtieth. Yeah. Thirtieth. Oh, oh 30th
2: big job. day. That'll be a big day. Yeah.
4: Why? Why? Why is that? <laughs> just I just got excited. I don't know. Big day for us to to do totally. this it's a
0: huge day, man. It's, um, it's but day. <laughs> if, if we wanted to just cause I didn't like, we don't have, there's no daily face off shows next week. We could crush it out earlier in the morning if we wanted to, like we could get it out of the way. We could do lots of things. So, um, yeah, we'll chat next Thursday. So if you're listening to this, there won't be a Monday episode. No, we're not bluffing. We're actually not going to do it. Um,
3: avoid the grind. Reward. I am working all week next week. I'm down to podcast whenever.
0: Oh, you're so full of it. Am I? I don't know, you probably
3: aren't. No. I'll be uh, working next week, so I'm down in podcast. Work
4: never sleeps, man. You wish it could sometimes. But actually, you know what? The only time the work sleeps is like the next like 2 to 3 days. Mhm. Like it actually sleeps. Like you can't you send an email and it's like talking to a wall. Nothing's coming back. Nothing's going to come your way. So take the time well, to just turn off and drink the rubber-made container full of booze. We'll promise to be very um, ready for the
2: next episode because I feel like we didn't talk about a single goddamn thing on this one <laughs> there's a lot of
0: episodes where we don't talk about a single goddamn thing to that's be fair kind
4: of a, that's kind of the <laughs> shtick
2: yeah. yeah this one was extra nothing though
0: Um, anyways, for all our sponsors, uh, the HGA group, oh, DoorDash and Oodle Noodle, promo code Oodle2021. That's only good for like another, what, seven, eight days here? Use it. Oodle2021, $7 off your order of $30 or more when you combine DoorDash with Oodle Noodle. Uh, Twig and Berries, promo code Nation15, our friends at Tourism, Jasper, ton of great stuff coming up with them in the next month and TradesLink. They sponsor our TradesLink hardest worker of the week that we do every Monday episode. Um, I hope everyone listening has a happy holidays and uh, enjoys some downtime. And I hope the three of you also enjoy some downtime and time with your families. It should be a nice little weekend.
3: I've got about two gallons of boozy slush to drink. So I apologize to my family in advance.
4: Stay warm, everybody. Stay warm and happy holidays, everyone. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back
0: next Thursday with a little, uh, maybe a little year in review pod with the three of us until then enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the holidays.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus...